you? Hello. Hi, Miss. Speak with Bob, please. Yes. This is Hi. Bob speaking. Hi, Bob. It's Mark Gunnison calling from Third Shop. Hey, Sports. Mark. Good to hear from you. Yeah, you too. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, great. Um, well, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, thank you for sending your email with your pickleball problem or your pickleball pet peeve. Pet peeve, I call it. Yeah. Um, it's a great sport, but I have one little pet peeve. Only one? Well, if you've only got one, you're doing okay. <laughs> I think so, too. Welcome to another episode of Pickleball Problems. This is the show where we talk all things pickleball, whether it's technique or tactics, equipment or etiquette. I'm your host, Mark Renison, and today we have a one-on-one conversation with Bob. Let's get back to it. Um, And so what is this pet peeve? Well, the pet peeve is one that I uh, have noticed in the three or four years that I've been playing pickleball. As much as I enjoy the sport, there was one little irritation that I have. And it relates to players between points who don't have the courtesy to return the ball to the server in an appropriate and courteous manner. Oh, I see. So, like, point, point gets played. Point gets, gets played. Hit. Ball, exactly. I mean, the, uh, you know, the, the thing to do, the courteous and, and uh, thing to do with the point is simply to return the ball to the server to continue play yeah. onto the next point. And so what do, what do you see happen instead? What I and this is a minority of players, by the way, the, the great majority of players do the right thing. They serve the ball over the net back to the server, maybe with a bounce. Mm-hmm. Some people, though, in spite or out of irritation or frustration because they lost the point, um, uh, return the ball in a discourteous manner. In other words you know, too far, too long, difficult access for the server. Right. They Sometimes the even co- going to the adjoining the court or, and destroying yeah. play and interrupting play for other players on another court. Right. Right. I see. And so, um, so this seems like a reasonable request to me. I, I'm, I'm kind of in your, in your camp about this is when the point's over and you're giving me the ball, just hit the ball to me. Yeah. That in a, bounce, in a, that yeah, exactly. Nice in an easy manner. Right. Yep. Um, and I'm not talking about beginners who have a tough time getting it across the court. Uh, it's especially irritating for players that are really skilled and have a tremendous ability to pick the corners at will. But when they have the simple task of returning the ball to the server, seem to get irritated and make it tough for the server to get that ball. Right. Right. So um, can I ask you, like, when you do, and I think you're right that, you know, we're not talking about the vast majority of people here. We're not. Um, no, we're talking about a small minority. Yeah, and so when it does happen, I'm curious how you respond to it. <laughs> That's a great question, and I do not have an easy answer for it. I've called people out privately, which I find is the best way of handling that. Um, but to call them out publicly just doesn't seem to work. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, I mean, um, I think one solution might be, and I've seen this done before, where you just sort of like 
stand there and kind of look at them like this extra long look yeah kind of like right. a, kind of like a question on your face like what are you yeah, what that's are you doing here right yeah um and you know assuming that they're looking at you then they see it if they turn their back then it doesn't really matter but that's one way of sort of addressing it without verbally saying hey buddy just give me the ball next time right um but uh you're right it, it does say a little bit more about them than it does about you when they do something like that for sure, and it irritates me not just when it's not returned to me properly, when it's not returned to my partner properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and right, people well, that do it do it repeatedly. All right. Well, here's one that uh, here's one that drives me a bit crazy. But first, a word from our sponsor. In the beginning, we gave you unlimited power, and asked just one thing in return. Just one thing. Just keep it in. What were we thinking? Mistakes were made. Lives were lost. But this time, just relax. We've got you covered. Selkirk. Power. Control. No compromise. Here's one that drives me a bit crazy. Do you ever play with the people who, they give the ball back to you, but they do it by rolling it underneath the net? Exactly. Well, I was just about to point that out. It takes five minutes just to get across the court. And it takes five minutes to get... And by the way, some nets go to the floor, so Uh that doesn't always work. (laughs) Right, so then it gets caught, and then you have to walk up to the net anyway. Exactly. Like, the easiest thing in the world is just to put it over the net, one simple bounce to the server. Yeah. Yeah. I have seen... um, in competitive situations, right, which is yep. different than open play or rec situations. Right. I've seen where players will do that, where they'll return the ball um, away from the person that they're ostensibly giving it to. And yeah. it's actually less about them being a jerk, and it's more about them sort of giving themselves essentially a walking timeout, right? Because if they give that ball directly to the server, yes, that point, that n- next point is going to happen pretty quickly. Exactly. And if that person wants to take, you know, it was a long point and they want to breather or they want to try to interrupt the rhythm of the server, yes. they might hit that ball and make them sort of chase it um, right. to buy themselves a bit of time to throw off that rhythm. So in that True case, enough. It's, it's less about discourtesy and it's more about, let's call it like gamesmanship. Um, yes. But sometimes... Uh, uh, sometimes you'll see that. I saw one example of a player, um, a pro player, uh, a few years ago, who every single time he would finish a point, this was especially true in singles, mm-hmm. where uh, even though the ball would be sent directly to him, he would never catch it. He would let it, yes. go, right, he would let it go right by him, and right. he would slowly walk back to the fence, mm-hmm. reach down, pick it up, because he really wanted to play sort of at his pace. Yeah. Um, so that was sort of like an opposite version of what you're talking about, but um, but no, I know in a in a rec and clearly, Mark, you you've it. seen evidence of this because you're reporting it just the way I see it. Yeah. Well, I I see a lot. Um, yeah. It's uh, yeah. You know, I think it's often a case of people. It is a courtesy thing, like getting so wrapped up in what's going on with them and their own pickleball game, and they're frustrated and they're mad, and. Yeah. In the end, you know, they don't even think about sort of how it's impacting the person on the other side. There's, um, there's another related issue, which I'll tell you about when we come back. This episode is supported by 20 drills and 10 games to play better pickleball. 
If you're tired of playing at the same level and are serious about improving your skills, this ebook is right up your alley. Full of fun and focused activities you can do with a partner or ball machine, 20 drills and 10 games to play better pickleball is easy to use and best of all, fun to use. Get it today at thirdshotsports.com and use the promo code PROBLEMS to save 33%. Uh, maybe you've come across this. I know I came across it not too long ago where um, let's say you're playing with people and uh, person A hits the ball and it's a little drop volley or something and mm-hmm. person person B is running to it and yes. person B doesn't get there in time before the second bounce. Right. They're full steam, full head of steam and they're running but they can't get there. The ball bounces yep. twice. Um the sort of egregious thing there, which I think is kind of related to what you're talking about, is that even after that second bounce, out of frustration, person B still hits the ball back over the net. Exactly. I see and that fairly often. Out of frustration. Out of frustration. And that actually becomes like a safety issue, right? Because as soon as that second bounce has taken place, the point is over. And person A, who hit that winning shot, mm-hmm. could reasonably assume... No more balls are coming back. The point's over. They can let down their guard. They can turn their head. And if person B, because they're frustrated and they just want to hit one more ball, yes. hits that one more ball, they're actually um, putting person A in a fair bit of jeopardy. Right? Risk. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it is egregious. And, and uh, more commonly what I see, uh, rather than injury, is that the ball goes into an adjacent court and interrupts play there. Right, right. So you're not being considerate of other courts as well. Right, that too. Yeah. And I see this behavior, by the way. I play both in Canada and in Florida, and um, I can't say it's uh, any one player anywhere, and it is a minority of players. I really do want to stress that. Mm -hmm. But the people that do it, do it uh, repeatedly, (laughs) and it's frustrating to others, and it's really difficult for people like myself to know how to handle it. Yeah. I think one... one method I've found for kind of alerting someone to something that's happening, yes. but not turning it into a conflict is, right. know, let's, let's say you are the guilty party. You're the one who never gives the ball back properly. Yep. Um, well, it's probably not just to me that you're behaving that way, right? Unless you and I have some personal issue. It's probably... No, no, no you're right. It's to everybody. <laughs> and what you could do is, um, you know, if you're on a break, a water break, you're waiting for the next mm-hmm. court to open or something, you might, yeah. um, you might say to that person... Um, hey, I just, I just wanted to give you a heads up about something. Um, I've heard a couple people, and this could be true or not true, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I've heard a couple people kind of mention that the way that you give the ball back yeah. kind of seems like they think that you might be like mad at them or you might be rude or right. you might be, like whatever. And so that way it's a way of pointing out. You try and deflect, yeah. Yeah, and you're not saying, hey, you're being a jerk because you're doing it this way. But you could say, hey, I think this might be misinterpreted by other people mm-hmm. by doing it this way and just wanted to give you a heads up. And that's a way to like alert them to it without taking it head on. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, it's sort of like the same thing like when people, I don't know if they're like, they're hitting body shots at someone who really can't handle them, can't handle right. that speed, right? Yeah. You, yeah. you might say... Hey, I think that could get misinterpreted as being kind of <laughs> being kind of a jerk, and you might, you know, want to rethink it. It's not me that thinks it, right? I'm hearing it from someone else, or it's sort of a a 
a feeling that I'm getting from some of the people in the You're room. right. The, the, like the body shot thing is is often more apparent and frankly a little easier to handle with the um, uh, with the guilty party. Mm-hmm. Because, because they're a, clearly, it's clearly visible, and they know they're in the wrong when they do a body shot that the opponent isn't capable of handling. Yeah, like especially when it becomes a safety issue, right? Like yes. there's no safety issue, the fact that it now takes you 30 seconds to go get the ball instead of right. two seconds. Um, yeah, so those ones are a little more obvious, but that might be a way is to just um, sort of say, hey, I think some people might feel that, you know, you're frustrated with them or you're upset with them or you don't like them or you're whatever um, when you hit the ball to the opposite corner from where they're standing. Yeah. I'm really glad that you're, you're taking action on issues of etiquette as well as just sheer skill. Oh, well, pickleball problems we take on. (laughs) Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. I I met you personally a couple of years ago. I like you as a person a human being, I think you're doing a lot for the sport. I, I only play recreationally. I played in a couple of tournaments. I fared poorly, but I love to play three and four times a week, That's almost right. year-round. It's a great sport, and uh, it's exploding in popularity. And there's a few sins out there, but uh, uh, not too many to make it <laughs> such that I'm not going to go tomorrow morning. Yeah, exactly. Well, I hope you have a lot of fun tomorrow. Um, yep. if, you th- if you think of another one, uh, send me a note about it. Maybe we can talk again. I will. But uh, Great. thank you for sending me the note this time. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot, okay. Mark. Take care. Bye. Okay, right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. That does it for this episode of Pickleball Problems. If you have a pickleball problem or even a pickleball pet peeve that you'd like me to talk about, send me a note to mark at thirdshotsports.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks especially to Bob for hopping on the phone with me. See ya.